Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stormlight Reprise, a podcast about a book series where everyone is happy and happy things happen to them. <laughs> I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We've got Luke with us. Molly's never going to find out that I stole her magic wand. <laughs> now let me take a big did, uh... bite of this bread. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I got away with it. Ah, shit! <laughs> Shalon, you goofed it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, distressing when someone says, I'm going to soul cast your blood, and you have to go, wait, put the right one back on first, please. <laughs> Shalon, you stayed around too long. You got to get out of there. Hit the fucking Jeez, bricks. love learning so much. Fool. I was looking at a book. <laughs> Look what you do this week. Oh, what I do this week? Uh, I played through all of Alan Wake. Not a long game, like we no. said. Solid. Pretty good. I like yeah. it. Um, I definitely, by the end of it, was getting a little uh, tired of the combat. Yeah. So hearing that American Nightmare is mostly combat was like, well, I think I'm good. <laughs> I did warn you about that. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And I had um, seen that even before you had said that. But then reading the synopsis of it, it's like, oh, it's set in Night Springs. There's sort of fake Twilight Zone. And the main bad guy, because they just do the doppelganger thing from the end of Twin Peaks season do two. They just doppelganger thing. Uh, but they don't really go into it at all in Alan Wake. They're just like, yeah, we're doing that, but don't worry about it. Yeah, and then they <laughs> We go release... into it even less than Twin Peaks went into it. Well, then they do American Nightmare, which does some. Right, it does some, but like, oh, okay, yeah, it's going to be all about that in the Twilight Zone. Oh, it's all, it's all fighting, huh? Mm. Yeah. It didn't, uh, I think I did like, because it's... Um, Spoilers for American... If you haven't played it, you're not going to play it. Yeah. Um, it's it's a time loop kind of thing. Yeah, so, that's the other part. I'm like, oh, it's a time loop. I love those. Yeah. So it, I did like one loop, and I was like, actually, you know what? I'm kind of good. Right. Yeah, if you told me instead, it's, oh, it's just sort of walking around talking to people, and they don't have any of the combat. I'd be like, oh, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Because yeah. honestly, bro, I think I would like that version of Alan Wake better if there just kind of wasn't any fighting, and you're just walking around talking to weirdos. Yeah, maybe. It was just like an adventure game. Like, like you know, we com- you compared it to Deadly Premonition last time. Yeah. Yeah, in much the same way. Now, the combat in Alan Wake is better than the combat in Deadly Premonition. Yes, I'll, yes, yes. I'll but say like, that. I know that, like, in Deadly Premonition, it was, like, four, like, they were, like, had, like, you know, funding, like, we're not going to fund this game unless you put combat in it. Right. And, like, it's the kind of similar... I don't. I can't say that that's true about Alan Wake, but I'm like, yeah, like this is a game that like I would really love still, and maybe more if it didn't have as much or any combat. But I could see like the higher ups being like, you need to put combat in this. It's thing. It's definitely got that kind of arena shooter feel to it that like every Xbox game in the late 2000s had. So yep. yeah, I, I think that's probably part of it. Um. But yeah, I mean, I still had a good time with it. Uh, you know, I went and pre-ordered Alan Wake 2, so that tells you where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, I need to do that. Yeah. I will be playing Alan Wake 2. This is yeah, not, it's out. Yeah. Uh, that will be out by the time people are listening to this. Is it? Oh, yeah, like it's like the 26th or something, right? Yeah, it's out on Tuesday. Nice. Yep. Um, and so also, I downloaded Control, and I'm replaying that now. <laughs> How's that going? You know, it's going okay. I... Did not love Control the first time around, and it's still not, like, setting my world on fire, but I think I'm liking it better this time. That's good. 
Um, yeah, maybe it's you, because I've been playing a lot of Alan Wake with its pretty fucking mid-combat, but the combat feels a lot more fun in Control than I remember it being. Um, yeah, I, I have been uh, also playing Control. Great. Beautiful. Partly because of the Alan Wake you know, coming out soon, and also because uh, someone in my D&D group is playing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it made me like, oh man, Control. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot shorter than I remembered it being. Like, I feel like I have not played it a ton, and I'm already coming down to, like, the last stretch of it. Um, yeah. Especially if you know what you're going for, I think. Yeah. I remembered it being a little bit more of a Metroidvania than it actually is. They kind of just point you where to go, and you go there and do the thing, and they yeah, point you it's somewhere kind else. Of a, if there's a linear one of these, it's yeah. it's Control. Yeah, yeah. Like there's side paths yeah. stuff, stuff you can backtrack but to, but you never really have to. You don't have to, yeah. Unless yeah, you want to like, go fight that refrigerator a lot of monster. Like, yeah, I wish I just did. Me too. Okay, we're in the same spot in control. Which monster? Hey. The one inside uh, the refrigerator. The... Oh yeah, the Former. thing that like yeah yeah. If you look away from the refrigerator, you take damage, but it, you can like warp to the astral plane to fight the big monster inside yes. of it. Yes. Pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, the board calls you up and is like, we fucking hate that guy. Yeah, fuck that dude for real. <laughs> if you go to work for him, oh, buddy, you're not gonna like it. But you will like working for us. It's really funny how that conversation starts. And, like, that dude sucks. He's a piece of shit. You wouldn't like him. I swear to fucking God, if you side with him, we will crush you. Like, why would I want to? You made it sound bad. <laughs> now I'm curious what he has to say because you're uh, being really defensive about this. Yeah, I love uh, the board always works for me in that game. Just like they're like the multiple words. Oh, yeah. The the yeah, the slashes of like, right. You're our new like employee slash prisoner or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that stuff's all really good. Um, also talking about the fridge because also I just did it. Yeah, uh, it's extremely funny to me when like. Uh, you go back to, like, the guy ahead of the Panopticon, Langston. Yeah. He's like, hey, there's a guy looking at a fridge. He's like, what the? Oh, shit, right, fuck, <laughs> we forgot that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot? I've been busy. <laughs> that guy's such a wonderful fuck-up. That guy sucks the most out of anyone, I think. He's, like, trying to tell 69 jokes to the guards, and they're just, like, not taking it at all. Yes, it's so good. Yeah. yeah, like if you talk to him, like how he got his job, it's just like that his uncle got him a position. And he just kind of failed upwards. Right. It, it, he got transferred. Like he did a bad job, so he got transferred to containment, and then everybody above him died in an accident, so he got promoted to the top of the line. Uh, yeah. No, having fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's most of it for me. Ashley. Well, yeah, like I said, I've been playing Control, um, going through Dreamlight, going through uh, Riders Republic, which is just added skateboard recently. So I've been skating. Oh uh, yeah, hell yeah! Uh, sea of Thieves is opening their next uh, season after like a big long delay. Uh, tomorrow, which nice. so that's going to be exciting. Yeah, we'll definitely have been out by the time people listen to this. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited about all that. Uh, I also went to wrestling. Oh. Uh, I 
so like yeah, last wrestling I went to was the AEW, their big company. This was a uh, Defy, a local company. They were trying. They went for a big swing that I don't know if it a hundred percent worked. I don't know like what their expectations for attendance was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seemed like it was maybe not as much as they expected. They were moving people from free seats to paid, or not like free cheap seats to more expensive seats, like midway through the show to make it so that. Oh. There were no empty seats down there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this was also, like, not in their usual place. It was, like, uh, at the Yakima Dome, which I also had to drive, like, two and a half hours for. <laughs> yeah, you went a ways. Yeah. Uh, with Moss, uh, number one Travels Boy uh, fan artist. That's right. <laughs> uh, and great comic artists of, like, Nicks or Nothing. Speak of the Devil, many great comics. Uh, but no, yeah, it was uh, still a lot of fun. Uh, it was like a lucha-themed show, so we there's a lot of Mexican wrestlers that I really was into. Uh, we saw a guy called Masaj Naka, who is 50 years old, yet still like a pretty legit wrestler. Wow, yeah, that's... Huh. Uh, and also, despite most of his career being like, Matches where he's like, what if you hit me in the head with a chair as hard as you physically can? Oh. And then, like, do that, like, 20 times. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't let someone do that. People have talked about it. Like, he, like, like said, like, I don't want to do this to you. And he is like, I will do it to myself then. This is... <laughs> Jesus, man. Guys will get into wrestling instead of going to therapy. <laughs> yeah uh, But like I said he was like 50 years old <laughs> I talked to him and he seemed okay 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 but the part about Smashing his own head with a chair Really hard you know Yeah Distressing Yes um, And then yeah The the main event was uh, Swerve versus El Viking del Hijo El Hijo del Vikingo uh, who is a luchador who is kind of the the big guy in Mexico right now, so it's cool to see him. And uh, he is a guy that everyone has told, you need to slow down from doing so many flips. <laughs> and he was like, I will never stop flipping. <laughs> God bless. And, like, on this one, he did, like, a jump from, like, he went up into the stands and, like, jump from one of the stands onto the guy, like, onto a concrete floor. I'm like, why would... No, why? You're like a champion, my man. A world <laughs> champion. You don't need to do this. Uh, but that was a lot of fun, still. Uh, and... Yeah, the, the guy that I like the most, I went to go buy something from his merch store, and he only had a one extra large shirt... Uh, and a hundred dollar mask, and I was like, "I'm, I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, I get it." <laughs> uh, other than that, you know, just been listening to, listening to books and reading podcasts. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So true. Uh, I started playing Resident Evil Four. 
parentheses yeah. 2005. Yeah, for Journal Updated. It's finally October. It's finally October. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that it's halfway through the October. The reason for the season. Yeah. That's right, baby. Uh, yeah, it turns out I did play this last year in, like, February, so... Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I did that. Um, yeah, you know, it's a good fucking game. Hey, is it Resident Evil 4? Stop me if you've heard this one before. <laughs> yeah. Um, surprising no one, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the new Diablo season started. Uh, so I was playing a little bit of that last night. This one is, like, vampire-themed. Um, so you get quote unquote vampire powers, which are just, you know, this season's, here's your weird modifiers you can try using. Um, cause they did that last season too. They're like, here's these weird malignant hearts. And it's like, okay, this is just a different type of gem that does a specific thing. Got it. Uh huh. Um, that's a so lot yeah. of flipping. Ashley's posted a gif of the flipping man. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but yeah, I, um, start a barbarian on that, having fun, having a good time. Um, yeah, it seems like, yeah, and you're playing with Pris. Yes, it's, you know, wife, wife gaming, so it's always good. Uh, but otherwise, oh, I realize I don't really like playing Street Fighter with the fight stick I bought, so, you know. Oh, no! That's fine. That's okay. I mean, it was an experiment in the first place, because I didn't know if I would or not, but it just felt like I should give it a shot. Yeah. Um, and it's not like I paid very much money for it, so it's not okay. a huge deal. Um, but I was like, yeah, I just kind of got good enough with the controller and, like, modern controls that yeah. this doesn't feel as good anymore. No, that's valid. Yeah. So, I don't know. I want to play Street Fighter. I'm scared to play Street Fighter, uh, you know, because fighting games are hard. We should we should play some Street Fighter. We should. I was, and I think I'm going to play with some with Autumn this weekend too, if we find time. So yeah, there there will be street fighting. I need to get back into practice. Is yeah, really same, what it is. Same. I kind of want to check out uh, Aki. She seems like an asshole. She looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still having the most fun with Luke parentheses SF6 parentheses. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has the most fun with Luke. That's right. That's the guarantee. He throws sand. He'll sandblast you. He will. Uh, and yeah, he's got flash knuckle. Anyway, uh, we've <laughs> talked about this before. Yeah. Um, the way of Kings is a book written by Brandon Sanderson. We read part three this week. Yes. Uh, which is the longest part for sure. Is it? Cause it looked like my chapter count part four was longer, but they might be shorter chapters. I don't know. Uh, we are 70% through the book. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so uh, my at least according to my Kindle, we are seventy percent done with the entire book, um, which means that this last that part three was like a solid thirty something percent of it. So yeah, very large yeah. portion of the book. Okay, yeah, I'll be honest. I like finished reading this part like last Thursday, so I don't have the strongest memories. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I uh stopped you know i finished it on this tuesday so yeah yesterday 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 yes yeah i i will admit it's kind of got me now told you kaladin mf storm blessed man yeah what do you want me to tell you <laughs> i warned you about this guy <laughs> yeah, yeah as i kind of I, I, like kaladin storm plus he's kind of cool guy as i uh said at the start 
a lot of just good stuff happening to these folks. Right. <laughs> yeah, nothing but good events happening uh, in this section of the, the middle, the dark middle chapter of the book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going pretty great for Shallan until the, right at the end there. She had it so good, dude. Um, let's, yeah, we'll, we'll start with Shallan. Um, I went on the Sanderson wiki. I, uh, shortened up some of the summaries here just with like, you know, just the, the basics of what happens in each chapter. Um, you two feel free to jump in. Sure. Um, yeah, I can call I, I have out. not updated my character sheet, so. Oh, okay. Okay. That's fine. There weren't many new guys this time. Really. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I didn't, ha- I ha- didn't have the adamant on it last time. The adamant, uh, or whatever, like they're the name oh, of the, the ardent, ardent. Yeah. Oh, capsule, capsule. Yes. Uh, but I don't think I need to add him anymore. <laughs> no, you're pretty much good. Uh, this was the capsule part. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like he's Can't believe he that- turned out to be a real son of a bitch. Yeah, he's a real motherfucker, huh? Uh huh. All along. Yeah. Yeah, like it's was already like pretty weird. Like this guy for a monk seems like he really wants. He's down to clown. Yeah. Uh, with her. I think he was down to clown. Uh, and I think. Uh, well. we'll Oh, I don't know. I we'll see. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, anyway, uh, so we left off part two, the last part of part two, I, th- was it Seth or was it Nonbalot? It was, Nonbalot was in the middle of the, the interludes of part two. Yeah. Um, Shallan's brother, they got bad news. We find out what that bad news was. Um, their family's like most trusted advisor has passed away, who is like their father's like right hand man, which means it's immediately more difficult to keep up the illusion that their dad is still alive. But uh, also that was the guy who knew how to use a soul caster. Yes, that too. Yes. So Sean's like, well, fuck. Now I got to learn to use the Soulcaster too. Um, yeah. And like, she was like, I asked him how it works. And he's like, eh, it's easier if I show you. Right. Yes. Um, and, you know, the mafia is on them because they owe money to the, mof- to the fantasy yeah, mafia. Yeah, the, the fantasy mafia. That's a problem. Um, they have a little lunch with uh, Teravangian. Uh, who, if you guys don't remember, is the king of Carbranth. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He was, he's the, yeah, he's the king of that little, the big Bell's town that they're in. Right, right. He's the guy that Shallan's like, hey, this guy's stupid. Why does anyone like him? Yes. <laughs> I guess he's nice. I don't know. He seems nice. <laughs> She's yeah. just very mean. She- <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got it. Listen, you got to be a mean girl. There, you know, uh, there's only way through this book is the girl boss. Or, you know, she's just very rude to the king. <laughs> Yeah, she was just a nice man to her. Yeah. Um. So he uh, meets him for lunch, and he asks Shalon to make a portrait of him for his granddaughter, and she's like, "Yeah, sure." Um. But does the picture and notices she's drawn some weird little freaks in the background without realizing that she did that. Yeah, um, she because she has a perfect you know memory palace, and uh, seems like there might be some uh, some little goobers. Some in weird there. ghostos. You think yeah. he's got? She's got some skeletons in her ghost clo- in her brain closet, maybe. So I'm trying to, she was seeing those before she stole the soul caster. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. She she even mentions like, I mean, like the soul caster, like me having the soul caster makes the most sense. 
but like I saw one of those dudes before, like or I drew one of those dudes before I got the soul caster. Yeah. Yes. So not just the stress of stealing the soul caster has made her see weird little dudes. Right. Or, like, attuning to it or whatever. Yeah, I thought, because I had forgotten that she saw them before, I thought maybe it was something like the spirits of the soul caster oh, were, like... have come to talk to her. Yeah, They're yeah, chilling. yeah. Um, so, uh, otherwise, Shalon gets to study on her own. Sometimes she gets, like, an hour a day to study any subject she wants rather than helping Yasna. Because uh, Yasna is still on about the Alethi monarchy and the Gavilar assassination. Uh, wants to know what the fuck is going on there and about some other stuff that she's kind of cagey about. Um, yeah, she's also like looking into all the stuff with the heralds and the the radiance. Yes, and the and he Shalon takes note that Yasna was reading a book called Shadows Remembered, uh, and decides that you know what, actually, I'm gonna go sneak out of here and go try and find it. Um, and then Capsol sees her. They flirt. They have a meal. They flirt. Uh, and then Capsol tries to prove that God is real and invented all of the cities, the major cities on Roshar by using musical notes. That Shalon, make... look at this banana. Look how perfectly it fits <laughs> into my hand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. 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 <laughs> the way that this banana fits into my hand proves that God Shalon, is if real. if God wasn't real, then when I open this jar of poison jam, I mean normal jam, then there wouldn't be any <laughs> life inside of it. That's so true. Or there would be life inside of it, because life was just spawned spontaneously. Because it's not poison. <laughs> That's it's the main so thing. That's the important part. It's so... When you know that he's been, like, setting up poison, it's so fucking crazy. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I guess I'll just give her the poison and the antidote still. Well, yeah, because the bread is poisoned, but the jam has antidote in it, because he knows that Shalon loves jam... And Yasna hates jam. So he's trying to get Yasna to eat some of his bread, but Shalon will be fine. Yeah. yeah, but even like after, like when he's not around with Yasna. Yeah. He's just like, I'll still give her like some poison and some, <laughs> right, some jam. Right. <laughs> Wait, was the bread always poisoned? Do they note that? I, I think that's the idea, yeah. Okay. And it, yes. it fucks up this time because he picks a jam she doesn't like. Right. That's fucking well, crazy. And also, apparently, he put a lot more bone breaking powder, bone hurt powder, bone <laughs> onto, <hurt and> juice. <laughs> yeah, onto the bread, and like hoping that she would just like get close enough to the bread to like inhale it. Right. 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 So Stupid. it acted a lot faster, and apparently strawberry jam sucks shit. She <laughs> just because this shit looks nasty, bro. I don't. I forget how they describe it tasting, but like the flavor does not sound like how strawberries taste. I think it's the funniest thing in the world that every jam before this has been a fake berry jam, and the yeah. one time you try to poison somebody, it's like here's strawberries, and it's like oh uh-huh. fuck. And then yeah. everybody goes, "Strawberries fucking blow, man. Why are you doing this?" <laughs> yeah, I. There's two ways, which is like that, because yeah, the, the the way that they describe strawberry, even if you like, because you know apparently other jams were affected uh, in taste by the poison, as far right. as we know, uh, that either like what strawberries are in that world are different than how they are in our world, right? Or the antidote like mixes with the flavor in a gross way. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, or he just didn't get strawberry jam. It was like. No, you really gotta try this jam, though. Right. 
Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, so uh, he tries to prove that God is real uh, by making shapes out of sand on a metal disc. And Shalon is like, well, okay, maybe. Maybe God's real. And then Yazda goes, no, that's stupid. What the fuck are you talking about? That man is only here to steal my soul caster. Well, Yazda's like, also like, uh, okay, idiot. What about the lost city of Ulathiru? And he's like, well, that one's fake. Uh-huh, yeah, that's what I thought. Get out of here. That's what I thought. Get the fuck out of here. Yazda says that, right? Well, yeah. 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 Well, and, like, he's he's also like, we haven't found the note for it yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, well. Yeah, like, he's like, first, like, one, that's not fake. Two, it, if it is real, we could prove it. Right. Yes. I, I guess, I don't know if we'd explained it very good. The idea is that he's got a plate with some dust on it, and when he takes, like, a violin bowstring and, like, slides it on the plate in a certain way, it creates a frequency... That makes the dust arrange itself in a way that looks exactly like one of the major human cities. And yes. By exactly, it is a square, a triangle, or a circle. Well, it's yeah, it's yeah, and it's like specifically the rock formations those cities were built around, implying that God Himself must have carved them built into those rock stone. formations for yes. us to make the cities into. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's. I think it's. Yeah, it's like four cities or something, and I don't remember which ones they are because I didn't write that down. It's not that important. But also, like, if it's a natural phenomenon that those shapes just get made, then why couldn't they just be naturally made on a bigger scale? Right. Yeah. It's not a good proof. Yeah. It's it's no, the banana. It's proof. not a proof. Yeah. Yeah. It, it like and Yasna like says yeah like. People built the cities there because there was good formation to help block out the the fucking storms. You know right. the big fucking yeah. storm that comes every five days. Right. Yeah, like she is like already like that. Like, oh, these like are natural things that people just chose because they were the best place to build cities. And he's like, aha! But what God made those for us to build those cities in? Right. It's one of the, I remember taking, like, a philosophy 101 class in college that had bits of, like, this proof was written in the Middle Ages about, like, here's a proof that God is real. Uh, you won't accept this unless you already believe that God is real. It'll retroactively prove it if you believe it, but if you right. reject it, it won't prove anything. Yes. Um, oh, uh, something to note is that in this part, we get the death rattles back, I think, right? For the chapter... No, isn't this part of, like, the larger, like, the, oh, the no, notes? The, uh, these yeah, are, these, these yeah, these are like Yasna's notes. notes that she's Sorry, taking. I was thinking yeah. of yes. the next part. My Did apologies. we talk about the intro bits for the last part at all? Uh, oh, uh, They're no, They're like we, lines of a letter to somebody. We didn't. Yes, it was a letter from, um, is it explicit? I don't think they ever say who it's from. Hang on, I have to check. I have to check, because it's a guy that's come up. Yeah, I, I like, we'll be honest, I, to I kind of didn't pay as much attention to it as the Death Rattles or the Notes. Yeah, same. They both, I think the Death Rattles and the Notes have a more, like, standout, because they give you, like, a sentence and then context for the sentence. Well, and also, like, each one is a little self-contained thing, whereas... Yes, and I don't two, know this all, guy's... Like, it's one sentence out of a longer thing each time. And I don't think they say who it's written by in the book, so I will not tell you. It's a guy who has some, uh, like, he's at war with somebody else, or he's, like, on the lamb or something. It's not entirely yeah. clear. 
And there's some like guys early on in the book, I thought it was a speech he was giving, and then it eventually turns out to be a letter he's writing. Yes, it is a letter that was written to another character. Actually, yeah. did you? Is it explicit? You sounded like you thought it was. No, no, I okay. was just saying that I really did not pay as much attention to it as the other two intro bits. Oh, okay. I thought you said uh, something else too. Um, did no. you have a guess on who wrote that letter? Uh, not really. I was also just going to mention what I kind of mentioned to you, where it's like, especially in the like uh, challenge chapters uh, of the audiobook, the person kind of reads this, the openings of this part three in Yasna's voice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which kind of makes it more explicit that it is her yeah, notes before her notes. you get confirmation yes. yeah. from that later. Yeah, I'm looking... Yeah, they don't say who it is in the book. It becomes very obvious later, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you'll get that in this book particularly. Um, okay, anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, so there's the uh, stuff from Yaz's notes in this section. Yeah. Uh, okay, where was I in my Because little... part of what she's doing, she's not just looking at history. She's looking at like old folklore and children's stories and stuff to be like, okay... What's the real historical event that inspired this, like, myth? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because that's also when Chillin reads Shadows Remember and does her... It's... I yeah. think... I think Shadows Remember should have been Shadows Forgotten. <laughs> Bam! Got him. Got him. <laughs> I'm very... I, it's a joke, like, for me and, like, two other people, <laughs> but I'm very excited that I got to do my Gene Shallon joke. <laughs> Is this the part also where at some point Yaz is like, listen, you either need to stop the, like stop doing insult comedy or get better material? <laughs> I th- yeah, she says it at some point. I don't yeah. remember where. Um, I'm not listen, I'm not telling you to like not use your wit. I'm telling you to use it good. Use it better. <laughs> Tell you are better, better jokes. Than this. <laughs> um You're not Yasna, fucking Don Rickles. <laughs> Yasna warns Shalon that Capsaw is only here to steal her uh Yes, a soul caster. Shalon goes, wow, who would steal a soul caster? Ha ha. Okay, unless. Unless. <laughs> so uh, Shalon's plan is working. She uh, is now Yaz's bathing attendant. Cannot help but notice how hot Yasna is the whole time. Right. Uh, and because yeah, she does write to her brother, like, listen, she never takes the fucking thing off. I think she might take it off when she bathes. So once I can be in the bath with her, I can probably steal it then. Yeah, maybe then. So uh, they are in the at, at the bathhouse, and she's like, well, maybe I could steal the soul caster, and then gets cold feet. Yasa decides that, you know what, Shalon needs to learn about philosophy, which means I need to go murder four guys. <laughs> what if uh, I just also, became the Punisher? <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Capset at one point is like, uh, oh, like the only reason why she's researching all of this folklore stuff is so she could prove it wrong. Yeah, she wants to prove... Uh, he, Capsol is insisting that Yazda's whole mission is to prove that Voronism, the religion, is not real. Right, and that's why she's looking at all this old mythology, and her response to that is, that's stupid. That'd be so fucking boring. Yeah, like, why would I waste my time with that? I don't believe it's real already. Why would I need to research that? I don't give a shit if other people believe it. I think it's stupid. That's enough for me. Yasna is the only atheist who is not trying to force her views on other people. <laughs> <laughs> She's just trying to live her life. 
she's just out here like, I kind of want to study history. I don't really believe in God. And everybody's like, we got to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, like all of the history we have is like religious themed. So when I, I'm going to read some religious books to get in that. The Ardents hate to see a girl boss winning. <laughs> um, after, uh, okay, so I say Yasna straight up murders four guys. The way that goes down is um, Yasna wants to try and teach <laughs> Shalon something about philosophy. Obviously, the way to do this is to take... <laughs> is to, in go, the, in to go to Crime Alley. To, yeah, in the middle of the night, go to Crime Alley and show off how much cool jewelry you have. Uh-huh. And then you walk into Crime Alley... And you go, boy, I sure hope I don't get crime alleyed in here. Uh, <laughs> and then four guys will come up to kill you. Um, and then you just all you soul cast them into other shit while your uh, apprentice watches and goes, oh, my God, she's horrifying. Yeah, just like turns a guy into smoke, yeah. electrifies two dudes. No, she turns two dudes into smoke. She turns one guy into literal fire. Like, he does not get set right. on fire. He turns into fire. Yeah, right, and then one cool guy gets turned image. into, like, a quartz crystal. Like, yeah. They yes, just, turns him into big there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, the first thing that happens is the fire. It, it's described that she sinks her hand into his chest. Yeah. It's, it's so sick, dude. I love the visual idea of, like, a guy not getting set on fire, but suddenly he is fire. Yeah, and then yeah, he's yeah. gone. Uh, kind of goes hard. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, like Shalyn is like, "That's fucking te- like horrible. I can't believe you done this." And she's like, "You like they've been killing people, and they would have killed us." And she's like, "Yeah, but like you kind of deserved it, though." <laughs> yeah, like you were literally asking for it. Um, which you know it, it, is a victim blaming. Yeah, it it is. Yes, but also <laughs> you're victim tempting these men. <laughs> Yasna is never once going to care about a systemic issue, so she's never going to be like, well, why did those guys want to kill me and take my money? Uh, you know, because the world is evil and money is evil and all that. Uh, it's just, well, they were going to kill me, and, like, that's true. Yeah. You're right about that. Uh, but Shalon yeah. is like, and they have killed sucks. before. Yes, they have killed before, so they are already murderers. Yes. But, you yeah, know. Like, they've been killing and raping women. Like, it's not... It's not good. I'm, I'm pretty much Team Yasna here. Yeah, no. Yeah. They, those guys it, probably not like cool to keep around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, you know. However, yeah, like you said, I Mar- think you could find a better way to do it. Yes. Yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess maybe if you walk uh, into Crime Alley, you gotta expect to get crimed. I I think if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna if you live by the crime alley die by the crime alley yeah. you know what I mean yeah no you're right you're so right it, it is it was so funny that I was like listening it's like oh this is a like weird like shitty alley uh that is be- like behind the theater between, <laughs> yeah like between the theater district and like the rich district I'm like oh crime alley and then she's like a bunch of crimes happened in this alley I'm like wait a minute <laughs> and you were like. <gasps> Man, imagine how much better it would be if you had a movie where, like, Batman's parents are getting killed and you've got, like, the Zack Snyder gun, like, tangled in the pearl necklace, but then the pearls glow and transmute Joe Chillin' smoke. (laughs) Yeah. And then Batman doesn't have to become the Batman. No. He just becomes a rich guy. Oh, yeah, I guess that's worse. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> becomes uh, a rich guy and probably doesn't have any morals. But in the, I don't know. Maybe his parents were cool. Probably not. Yeah, they've done like a lot of like stuff in Batman comics where it's like, what? It, like, actually, it turns out that his parents were kind of shitty people. Yeah, that's what like the the most recent Batman movie was about. Oh, yeah. the Batman. Yeah, the Batman had a lot of that in it. Of like the whole reason that the mafia exists is because Thomas Wayne gave them a bunch of money, right? Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I find it really funny. Like you know, this is a very much a you know how cool kings could be kind of book, and you know, oh, totally, that's right. Uh, but I do find it funny that even this is like has Shalit eventually be like, well, like everyone agrees that a thing being illegal doesn't mean it's moral, right? Yeah. An argument that I still, like, that people are, like, still argue in the real world. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, you know, two weeks. Oh, go ahead, actually. What were you going to say? Like, no, but, like, I was just actually, like, I had a, like, philosophy, like, section of a, of a class. And one of the, like, arguments that I got into is, like, if you leave, like, a bunch of money on your front lawn, like, is it wrong if someone takes it and, like... I was like, like they're like, well, you're not protecting it. It's like, do you need to protect it? Yeah, like it's not someone else's. Yeah, it still belongs to me. Now, yeah, should like, I expect it to not get stolen? No, but like that yeah. doesn't make it right. Yeah, yeah, and like, should I like acknowledge that there might be a reason why people want to take money that is out there? Right. That you know. Like you said, like, you know, larger issues that are causing this, yes, but, you know, not protecting something doesn't make it right for... <laughs> yeah, for yeah. someone else to take it. Yeah. Yes. It's one of the best bits in fucking Book of the New Sun in the first book. He's got a whole thing of, like, he's got a real badass sword and he walks into a shop and basically starts off a chain of events where the guy is going to do this big elaborate scheme to murder him and steal his sword because he won't sell it to him. And when the guy gets caught and put in jail, he's like, you really fucked me over on this, man. This is... Really, you did wrong by me when you think about it for not selling me your sword. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have really had to fault. try to kill you if you just sold it to me in the first place. I love... dudes. <laughs> A lot of this book is about killing guys for swords. Sure, yeah. Yeah, really. Uh... Yeah, but two weeks go by so, and challenge. Well, for actually, there's something else first. First of all, um, before the two weeks go by, she keeps sketching the murders. Uh, also, she steals did. the Soulcaster that night because I'm she's getting so there. Bad. That happens the same night. I'm getting there because <laughs> she keeps sketching the murders after Yasa goes to bed and then decides that she's happy to steal the Soulcaster, and then she gets notified by her brother that the mafia has shown up for real, for real. Yeah. Uh, and she needs to steal the Soulcaster, so she steals the Soulcaster. Yes. Yes, that's that's all I was trying to get to. I think she steals yeah, it, the Soulcaster before she's drawn the murders. I'm just going yes. on off of what the summary told me. Because they're arguing about it the whole way home, and then Yasna, like, goes to the bathroom or something, and Shalon's like, no, fuck yeah, they, you, she's taking the Soulcaster. She's in the bath, and it's, like, something that she mentions later in her whole, like, moral understanding of it, where she's like, like, I could excuse, like, like, you know, in my own, like, mental stuff, like, stealing this to give it to, like, to save my family. 
Yeah. But I really stole it just because I was, like, shocked by this and I, like, wanted to, like, hurt her and, like, take it from her. Yes. Yeah, I was pissy at her for, like, feeling superior that she had the right to kill people. Not even whether she was right or wrong to do it. She was an asshole about it. It's the fucking Lebowski thing. You're not wrong, (laughs) yes, but you're just an asshole. God. Uh, yeah, so two weeks later, Shalon has decided that, yes, you probably should have killed those guys, but you probably shouldn't have tempted them to steal from her just so you could kill them. And yeah. Yasna goes, whatever, take the day off. <laughs> she's, she's like, all right, good. And she's like, so you like, so you agree? And she's like, no. She's like, no, I did what I thought was right, dummy. But you've thought a lot about this. It took you two weeks to come to a conclusion. I think you've done good studying here. And Shalon is like, Jesus Christ. Um, so Shalon immediately decides, oh, I have the day off, better go snoop. <laughs> right. Well, uh, yeah, her family keeps, like, mailing her about, like, okay, you got the Soulcaster, come home. She's like, I can't leave right away, that's suspicious, stupid. Yeah, I gotta come up with a good reason to leave. I need her to yeah, find it- out that it got stolen, and me not, and, like, see how I'm not reacting to that at all, so that I'm cleared of suspicion, and then I can leave. Yeah. Yeah. But It'd also, so I really want to stay... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the, also, that's the if truth. I can stay, I will. Maybe yeah. I can just ship the Soulcaster, but wait, Maybe. no, no. I guess I can't. Yes, I can't. Um, yeah, so she goes to Snoop on Yasna. She is uh, back, you know, over in, like, the private chamber. She hears somebody ask, what are you, while she's uh, searching around. Uh, but, you know, there's nobody there. Uh, so she's like, well, guess I'm going crazy. Um, and then uh, she finds a maid who comes in. Uh, and sends her on her way to make a distraction so she can go through Yazda's room uh, and blame it on the maid. Right, because the maid had already cleaned uh, Yazda's room, which she's not supposed Kamsal to shows do. Up, and you're like, uh, and oh. says, "Hey, do you want to come flirt and eat bread and jam with me?" And she's like, "I would love to do that." Yes. Uh, and then he offers to leave the priesthood <laughs> uh, with her, and she goes, "Whoa, hold on, I don't know about all that." <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he gets hurt feelings. Yeah, he she, uh, she tries to him. figure out how to learn how to use a soulcaster from Capsol, uh, and he doesn't give her anything useful. And then gets word from the guy who brought her here that he will be back in town soon to take her home. Yep. Uh, yeah. And I, then she also like, oh, I'm gonna draw Capsol a picture to like say I'm sorry, and then like draws more of the fucked up little freaks. That is a little bit later on. Okay. Very slightly. Yeah, but that's yes, like that before part. she. Yeah. She also is, like, trying out the Soulcaster to see if she can get it to work. Uh, yeah, there's some working. minor moments of that. Yeah, she yeah. can't all, do it. And yet, the capsule is like, I don't know why we're all so secretive about this. It's actually super easy. You just kind of touch them, and then they do it. And then Shawan is like, okay, this guy's that. never touched a fucking Soulcaster, apparently. Yeah, fuck. Um... But yes, uh, there's another little research thing, and then Capsol wants her to make uh, pictures for him, because um, she tells him that she is leaving soon. Um, yeah. Shalon also picks up, uh, during the research, in a like kind of a change in behavior on Gavilar's part, like, before he dies, because he really never gave a shit about, like, scholarly behavior, and then the second they meet the um, Pershendi, he's like, well, hang on a minute. I gotta yeah. do some scholarship. Um, and Yasna's like, yeah, I know, it's weird, right? But, you know, whatever. And, but also says, like, yeah, you're one of the only people who's actually noticed that. So, great work, kid. 
Right, yeah, you're, um, you're doing a good job. Like, that's the part of it, too. Shalon keeps getting, like, praised by Yasna in a way that she never gets praised at home. She's like, There's, oh, like, I'm a her- line about how praise from Yasna is more valuable than an emerald <laughs> brome, and it's like, okay. Girl, girl. <laughs> we gotta find you a MILF, baby. <laughs> you need something. <sighs> Clearly this isn't working, but we gotta find you something. Um, yeah, so this is when Kepsal asks for the pictures. Um, Shalon goes to try and make some and just keeps drawing more strange little freaks in her, uh, in her pictures. They're, I think she calls them symbol yeah. heads. Yeah, because they at just this point, yes. normal guys from the neck down, but then instead of a head, they have a weird, like, glyph. They got shapes. Yeah. 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 Uh, weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, this whole part is a panic attack, basically. Yeah, and she's, like, running away and keeps, like, you know, blinking to take her, like, perfect memories and then doodling. Because she can't see them in real life, but she keeps drawing them getting closer to her. It's it's a real cool cool. moment. Yeah. Uh, Also, I I told Molly that uh, this is the most relatable Shaolin has uh, has been, where it's just her constantly thinking that someone's trying to kill her or someone is, uh, everyone has figured her out and that they're all, like, plotting to destroy her. Right, because the other part of it, it's too, like, is... It's like, yes, anxiety queen. Like, it's been days, and Yasna hasn't reacted to the Soulcaster being swapped out with the broken one. She's, like, she's always fucking, like, turning her wine into a paperweight or some shit. How could she not have noticed her? Oh, fuck, she knows, and she's just playing with me. Oh, no. Right. Yeah. Yes. And, uh. and, like, also, like, her being like, is Katzel, like, actually into me, or is... Uh... He just, like, using me to get to Yasna. Do I want him to be into me? Do I like him? Yeah, shouldn't I, I like him? do I want to take him? Yeah, shouldn't I like him? Shouldn't I take him back home? Um, so she, uh, gets back to her room, and she tries to summon her shard blade. Um, and that doesn't really work. Uh, or it, it, I don't remember if it works or not, but, uh, one of the creatures asks what she is, and she says, I'm terrified, which gets her transported to somewhere where she falls into a sea of beads. Yeah. Um, beads? Beads. <laughs> yeah. B-E-A-D-S. Yeah. Um, and she picks one of them up and she has a little conversation with it. Uh, and then she realizes... She's tripping balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then she ends up back in her room and finds out that she has actually accidentally soul casted a goblet into blood. Yeah. She turned, like, uh. a vase into just, yeah, blood everywhere. And because she ran into the room screaming, everyone, like, followed her. Yes. <laughs> it was like, are you good? You okay? Yes. And uh, she's like, well, I gotta just fucking just slice myself. Gotta explain where this blood came from, because so. I can't say I got soul casted. Better cut my wrist. Yep, so she fakes a suicide attempt. Well, she says that's not what she's doing. But, but <laughs> yeah, it really looks like that is what she's doing, huh? She tried to make it look like she tripped and fell and cut her wrist on the the vase that is no longer there. But she did not do a good job of that. She did a bad job and cut herself too bad, and everyone thinks she tried to kill herself. And she's like, "I guess I'll roll with this." Works like, out. This does give me a good excuse for me to leave. So I guess it all worked out. Um. Yeah. So she wakes up uh, in the hospital. Uh. She's on suicide watch. Uh, yep. And, you know, she's kind of vibing with the little creatures she sees now. They're not really doing anything, so it's like, whatever, I guess. Um, she still has Yasna's Soulcaster, uh, has it nearby when Yasna visits. Uh, in in, and in then, her safe pouch. 
Yeah, yeah. so the, the secret safe pouch that every woman has in her uh, safe hand sleeve. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows about this. Of course. Um, she, yeah, Yasuda uh, meets her in the hospital and has brought her a book called The Book of Endless Pages um, and explains, like, listen, I know that I am an atheist, but, like, if you want to seek out a devotionary that I think you would like, this is their kind of thing. Um, very sweet. Uh, and then uh, she's, like, blaming herself for Shalon's suicide attempt, and Shalon is like, oh, Jesus, I am ruining this woman right now. Uh-huh. Um, and then Kamsal walks in and says, hey, I'll distract you. <laughs> it's jam time, baby. <laughs> you want to eat some jam? Um, Yasuda tries it and she's like this shit sucks man I don't know why you keep bringing her yeah. stuff and, and like she doesn't even try she just sniffs it and she's like Ugh. Yeah. Uh, oh yes yeah she doesn't eat anything that he brings in yeah Shalon says the jam tastes like vinegar and slime which again not what strawberries not really taste what like. strawberries are supposed to taste like no yeah cause like also like there's a bunch of like weird bullshit where he's like Going like, oh, people who eat this type of jam of supposedly... Yeah, he's been doing jam astrology the whole yes, time. Yes, he, he sure has. He's such a yeah. little weirdo. And like she's like, I believe in God, but I don't believe in astrology. And I specifically don't <laughs> believe in it. jam astrology. Yeah, you sound ridiculous right now. Anyway, uh, Capsol Shalon says, I think this shit might have gone bad, man. I don't really want to eat it. And Capsol's like, no, please, you have to eat it. No, and you should puts, really, it was really hard to get inexpensive, um, so you should probably just eat the jam. And then he eats a handful of it and promptly dies. <laughs> he's, a handful, he's like, yeah, no, it tastes delicious. It's really good. You should have some. Yeah, because they've he already did. eaten the bread. Yes, they already had some bread. Shalon also starts feeling sick. And Yasna goes, oh, Jesus Christ, a poisoning attempt. Okay. Um, Yasna says, hey, Shalon, I'm going to need to soul cast your blood. And Shalon says, you should get the right soul caster first and then passes out. Yeah, she, and then she's like, what? Like, just, like, first of all, I need to transmute your blood into good blood. Yeah, she's like, this is really fucking dangerous. And Shalon is like, okay, well, bad news. <laughs> and also, she's like, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm not that good at the blood stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it, so, is a, it is a weakness of mine, but uh, we'll, we'll fucking see how this goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Shalon wakes up later. Uh, an attendant sees her, wakes up, and gets Yazda, who reveals that Kamsal is dead and that Shalon is ruined. Uh, no one's yeah. ever going to take her on as a ward again because this is crazy. Uh, Shalon tries to explain herself, uh, and Yazda is very mad at her uh, and thinks yeah. that it was the like, guilt of the theft that drove her to suicide. Yes. Yeah. Yasna is also like, who fucking set you up? And she's like, bitch, I did this. I yeah. did this for me. And then Yasna's like, Go. now is that really the tone you want to take right now? Yeah, she, this is a Shalon original, and she's like, you shouldn't say it like that. And she's like, I shouldn't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Yasna really puts the last dagger in by saying that Shalana's ruined what she thought was an incredibly promising academic career. Uh, and then sad music plays, and Shalon, you know, exits the book for now. Yeah, yeah. She, she was like, the fucked up thing is that you were really cooking. I was gonna let you cook, and yet, and you've you've ruined this meal. We yeah. were cooking together. I was gonna share my kitchen with you. Uh-huh. You know that? My utensils. Yeah, she's really not gonna let you know have any, uh, you know, people following her now. She's like, oh yeah, she's never having another ward after this. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
She ruined that one. I, I'm curious where Shalon's story is going to go from here, because obviously it's no good at home. That ain't going to work. No, it's not. Like, even if it did work, she'd, like, fucking hate it there. Yes. I'm, so, like, my thinking is it's got to be, she's going to have to get Jasna, like, back on board with her somehow, and I don't know what that's going to look like. We'll find out soon. We'll find out. Uh, Calvin! Like, oh, actually, when you think about it philosophically, it was pretty, pretty, uh, you know, intellectually interesting to steal from you like that. Yeah. And then she'll have to be like, don't, well... Don't you he, think I'm kind of cool with it, though? When you think about all the lives I was going to save, I, I was actually doing philosophy by, by robbing you. Yeah, what would you... You wouldn't miss your soul caster, really. But I would miss my status and money, so... Really? <laughs> Makes you think. <laughs> you have think you thought about, about the fact that my dad is dead? Yeah, have you thought about that, you bitch? Um, Kaladin Stormblast. Yeah, it turns out this Kaladin fella might be blessed by storms. Yeah, he might be Stormblast. They might not have been lying about that shit. I was fucking right. <laughs> I, I was blown away that you fucking called it. <laughs> But that's why his spheres were going bad because he's slurping them up without realizing. Yep, that's right. Yeah, um, so he he sets up his whole idea of like, because he's like still like, hey, why aren't people allowed to carry shields? Yeah, he's still trying to solve this one. Yeah. He still doesn't understand why the bridgemen <laughs> are you know being destroyed constantly. Yeah, because even like. With his distaste of light eyes, he's like, well, obviously, like, it's bad to lose men in a war. Right. So like, It's inefficient, if nothing else. Not realizing that, yeah, as we've heard before, this guy really, just really doesn't care how many bridgemen die. Right, no, he's, he can always get more bridgemen, although he does imply in this one he's running low on bridgemen. Yeah, by the, by the end of this section... I think Kaladin, like, accidentally ruined his Bridgman thing, because yeah, he maybe he's had start enough... putting parchment in there. Yeah, he maybe had enough to, like, patch some holes uh, here and there, but he... We'll get there. Yeah. Um, so, to start this off, everybody hates the Bridge Force homies now. They yeah. fucking hate it. They can't stand it. Well, they also Gaz... hate that, like, Bridge Force survives more than anyone else. Yes, because and they, they keep living. They train, and Kaladin, like, heals the ones that get hurt. Yes. Yeah. Gaz. And, like, not not just, like, the people above them, but also the other bridge crews are kind of like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, fucking A. Yeah. Uh, Gaz gets called over by his commander, Lamaril, uh, to collect the money that Lamaril is extorting from Gaz. <laughs> and Gaz is really getting it from all sides. He's really getting it from every side here. Gaz only has half the money, uh, but Lamaril is like, listen, I'm more worried about that motherfucker Kaladin over there. We need him dead, but you can't do it in a way where he can end up a martyr. So he needs to get killed on a bridge run, okay? Um, yeah, they, they need to just see that he's like a normal dude. Yes. Yeah. So, and meanwhile, Kaladin's training Bridge 4 to carry the bridges, stupid. So Gaz is like, well, hold on. Yeah, well, hold on. Wait, if they hold it. So the idea is he wants to have Bridge 4 carry the bridge sideways to use as kind of an impromptu shield for the last part of the runs. You know, but that's not immediately clear to like Gaz. It just looks like Callan's excuse is, "Oh no, we're just sort of, you know, working different muscles so that we don't get as exhausted." It's such a dumb excuse. Yeah, um, but, but Gaz, Gaz is, is like, dumb you as know shit. what? 
Yeah, yeah. Gaza's dumb as fuck, and he goes, you know what? You should try that. That'd be so good. And Kaladin is like, uh, okay. Yeah. Sure, weird, yeah, but Also, sure. I love that, like, yeah, like, Gaza's, like, superior is like, you need to kill that dude. Also, you need to pay me my, you know, the stuff I'm extorting from you, but Gaz can't kill Kalda because Kalda's the only one giving him money. Yeah, giving so that him he can money pay so he can dude. pay him. <laughs> yeah. Real rock in a hard place here. Well, I think Gaz yeah, has he, a line of dialogue about, like, implying, like, oh, if only I could join Calvin, but I can't. I'm a mean guy who's above him. Yeah. I wish we could yeah. be cool. We could be homies, yeah. but we're not. Yeah, Gaz is, like, really just in a horrible situation of his own making. Uh-huh. Gaz, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I don't think you could be homies. I think no. you've kind of burned that burned that bridge there. Yeah, burn um, that bridge, man. So true. Uh, we meet a new guy. There's one new guy that you gotta know. His name is The Low Pen. Oh, yeah, that guy's great. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Ashley, did you already tell Luke about his bridge is good, but he can carry water, which keeps them hydrated. He sure can. No, I gotta have water if you want to be the champ. That's so true. Uh, I've not told Luke (laughs) about uh, the voice that they gave him in the audiobook. What voice did they give him in the audiobook? Luke, by reading his dialogue, what what kind of accent do you think this man has? Oh boy. I will say, the, we haven't had much Lopen dialogue yet, I don't think. For whatever reason, the guy that, like, comes into my head... Do you remember, um, Call Me Mignogna from Disco Elysium? The dude is just, like, chilling in yeah, front of, like, the dock yeah, worker yeah, yeah. thing. He's just sitting on the railing, like... That's definitely the right vibe, for sure. Yeah. So, I, I'm imagining either, like... Uh, in the audio... Go ahead. I was, uh, I'm imagining either, like, Hispanic or maybe Italian... Uh, in the audiobook, he has a, like, Scottish-Irish accent. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Because, uh, Luke, I would have gone your way, too. I, I would have thought that myself. Or mm. I did think that myself. But, uh, yeah, he's a one-armed herdazian. He's like, hey, gotcha. How you going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, there's a flashback chapter first where uh, Liren is drunk as fuck. <laughs> right, yeah, because the Cowden stuff is going back and forth between the current Bridge 4 adventures and all of his backstory... Yeah, we, we're going to pretty much get the rest of what led up to him being here. Uh, yeah, we part. get, like, pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah, I Except think there's a couple more Tien flashback dies, things, which is so funny. Yeah, we do yes. skip Tien dying. But, I mean, I can I can put the pieces together. I get it. I think, yeah, yeah I think it's pretty obvious what was happening there. Um, I think in part four and five, there's still a couple more Kaladin flashbacks that might cover okay. that, but I don't remember. Yeah, it's also, yeah, it's just like... Because, like, the entire thing is, like, I gotta protect Tien, and then, like, it, like, cuts, and, like, what are you, like, gonna go? Did protect Tien. <laughs> yeah. Yep, fuck that up. Um, so, yeah, this first flashback chapter uh, is Kaladin's dad telling him, hey, listen, once I send you to Carbranth, do not fucking come back here. This place sucks. Like, um, never works out, people don't pay us, etc., etc. Um, there's yeah, a whole like thing. The, the new lord is really fucking them over. Yes. They, uh, they are in a they protracted think, war. Yes, because they think that they, he stole all the orbs. Yes. Uh, and then we find out, boy, he did steal them orbs. He sure did steal them orbs. He sure did steal them yeah. orbs. Yeah. <laughs> 
So Kaladin finds out that he stole them orbs. Uh, there is a mob of people who come to his door to demand the spheres that they've stolen. Um, and Liren is like, okay, cool. And then rips the blanket off the top of them and goes, try me. Or is this last Take time? Take a motherfucker. Oh, this last, uh, this yeah, this is this time, yeah. This is this time. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he, like, bet. He, and then everybody's like, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't find out that he stole the spears until, like, way later. But, yeah, this right. time it's... Yes. He's like, all right, motherfuckers, bet. Yeah, and they go, oh, no, I don't think we'll come in there and fight you for them. <laughs> um, because, yeah, because... No. Kaladin at first is like, oh, these are just some random robbers. Why did they choose us? Right. And then he's like, wait, I recognize all these people, even though they're wearing dumb ski masks. Yeah, and it's like, not that, oh, you know, he's gonna, like, fight him or anything. It's more like, they can't look him in the eye, like, knowing that he knows who they are and, like, rob him. Yes. And, uh, like, on top of that, because, like, they know that he's done, like, a lot of them are only alive because he lives in this town. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Lopen joins Bridge 4. They get a water cart going for Bridge 4, and Kaladin's like, great, this is this is excellent. I love all this. Um, they do the side carry at the end of the run, and they do it perfectly. They lose no men on the approach. But uh, just kind of sag on them. Like, yeah, because they're carrying it to the side, but then they sort of flip sideways to put it in front yes. when the arrows start. Yep. Um, so they zag on and him, like, and then, and like, uh, the, unfortunately... The last time, he's like, oh, wow, like, they didn't even try to hit us that time. Yeah. Now let me look over, I'm sure everything else worked perfect. Oh, no! So, the natural consequence of them being the only people who can do this is all of the other bridge crews go, wow, great idea. And then they try and do it without having practiced it, which means they all get fucking shot to death. Yes. Um, and, and because Bridge 4 covered themselves so well, they did not get shot at at all. Right. Um, so hundreds of bridgemen die. Like, tons of bridges are just, like, destroyed. Yeah, they're the um, only bridge that actually made it, which means the soldiers can't actually cross because that's not enough. Yep. And so and, like, this whole and where run they can't is cross lost. is all put into one, uh, like, section. So, like, they are just getting a bunch of, par- you know, parshindi right at their one, like, you know, it's a chokehold. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's just a choke. Um, so, uh, Kaladin realizes, oh, Jesus, I fucked everything up so bad. Um, Lamarill and Gas come over and say, do you know what you did? And he's like, I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Let me explain yeah. it to you real uh, quick. Uh, and they're gonna uh, have him killed on the spot. Yeah, he instantly, like, knows, like, oh, I fucked up. Like, I wasn't thinking about the larger battle. I was just thinking about my mid. Right. Yeah, so uh, Gaz and Lamarill come over and go, oh, we got to kill this guy. And Kaladin goes, actually, you need me alive so I can tell them it was me who had this idea. And they're like, you're right. We have to have you alive so we can tell them it was you who had this idea. Anyway, everybody beat the shit out of him. So everybody beats the shit buh, out of him. Buh, buh, buh. Uh, and then he wakes up and he's tied upside down in front of the barracks, left out to die in a high storm. Oopsie. Whoops. Yeah, because he was too beat up that he couldn't say. And so uh, the... Gaz is higher up, gets killed. Yeah, Gaz is higher up because he is the light eyes in charge, gets executed. Um, and then they find that out. Um, everybody comes out to see Kaladin before he's left in the high storm. He's to be judged by the Stormfather, which everybody knows means he's just going to fucking die. So 
no big deal. We get what we want. He's gonna. He's well. He's kind of gonna be a martyr a little bit, but he got so many people killed that is he? You know. Right. Yeah. So uh, they're not that worried about it. Unfortunately, they were messing with Cal and Stormblast, and he can't uh, yeah. leave a guy like, like that out in a damn storm. Ev, ev, like all like Rock and Tef are like, hey, buddy, listen, we we really appreciate all you've done for us. We're gonna keep this going as long as we can. Uh, what do you want to say as your last words? And Kaladin is like, when you walk out, you will see my eyes open. And they're like, oh, shit. And they walk off and he counted. It was instantly like, that was kind of lame. Well, they're not even, oh, shit. They're like, <laughs> sure, buddy. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, sure. Yeah, of course they will. Yeah. Uh, it does go hard, though. Yeah. It, it does go hard. Uh, this is the part where Luke sent me an expert and said, all right, God damn it. They got me. They got me. I like it. It's yeah, it's fucking good. <laughs> Uh, tell them that it won't end here, that I chose not to take my own life. There's no way in damnation I'm going to give up to Sadeus, uh, etc. So, yeah, he uh, he's in the storm. Uh, it seems like a pretty bad time. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, um, no, gets, it doesn't seem fun. No, he gets flung around a bunch. Uh, he's, you know, trying to cling to, like, the roof of the shack. Um, and then, like, he tries to open his mouth, but there's a lot of water in the air and stuff. So that didn't really work out. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so he's clutching a sphere the whole time. Um, yeah, and, Tef gave him a sphere. Yes, to hang on to. Um, Sill is chilling out with him and tells him to, like, grab the roof. Um, I think he says he can hear her really well despite the storm, you know, which is kind of weird. But, yeah. You know, whatever. They have a weird thing going on. Um, he, like, tries to grip the ring where his ropes are tied to, and he's hanging on there the whole time. Um, yeah, there's a there lot is of a, him being described like he is a flag in the wind. Yeah, yeah it sounds like a bad time. Um, but he sees a brief vision of an enormous face through the um, in the storm. Uh, and he sees that the sphere that he's holding is glowing really bright, and then he is unconscious. Uh, and sure as shit, Teft and the crew walk out there, and Calden's eyes open! Yep! He lived! Yeah! 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 So and, they yeah, get the, him down, the, and they're like, Jesus, we gotta get this boy inside. Right, he's beat to shit. Like, yeah, the, the empty- wind alone has, like, shaved his skin off. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, the, and, yeah, uh, the empty sphere, like, falls out of his, or, like, the dull sphere falls out of his hand, and Tef is just like, I, I, fu- I think I fucking know what's going on here. Yeah, he, I think I know what's happening here. Um, Tef does not explain that to us. Yeah. Tef does not tell us what's going on here. It, it, it was weird when Tef was like, ah, uh, Ashley was right. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, because he's in such bad shape that he's just going to die from his wounds after the fact, which would really undercut the badass moment. Yes. Yeah. But uh, Tef learns if you just keep bringing him spheres, he'll just keep slurping them. He'll just keep slurping all that stormlight up. It's great. Delicious. Um... There's another flashback where Kaladin and Tien are chilling out. Is this where they're chilling out on the roof? No, this is where they're helping cook, I think. Oh, um, yes. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tien wants to show off a little rock he has, etc. Um, Tien loves rocks. Tien loves rocks. Dude. He just loves rocks. Um, Rashon, who is the lord of the town now, comes to pick up Cal's dad. Uh, and Cal says, you know what? I'm going with you. And Liren is like, oh, 
you shouldn't have known about this, but, you know, I guess you can come with. And Kaladin's like, of course I'm coming with, dummy. Yeah. Um, there's a meeting about the spheres that Liren got. Um, they sit down to eat, and Liren refuses to eat. Uh, he and Rashon get into a big argument about it. Um, and then Rashon offers to take nine-tenths and leaves the rest to Liren. Uh, Kaladin is being a little shit, and then his dad tells him to go away. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then Calvin goes and gets a chicken nugget meal from the kitchen. <laughs> yes. I. Every time, like, they mention child's meal, and it's supposed to just be like, oh, it's like kind of a non gendered meal with both, like, right. you know, guy food and girl food, girl dinner and guy dinner. Yeah. Uh, and. But yeah, I could only. Every time they talked about a child's meal, you know, Dino Nuggies, little toy. Yeah. <laughs> Just they give him the like shitty a, baby like, spear. Yeah, like a lunchable. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cal goes but to the kitchen he, and yeah. He he meets his old flame and boy, this sucks. Yeah, L- uh, <laughs> Laurel, uh, the girl that he liked before, yeah. uh, is now. Uh, I don't think she's with anybody, but she is hanging out with uh, Rashon's son. Yeah. Um. And they both, and he treats treats Cal like a servant, and Laurel plays along initially. Um, and then when Kaladin refuses to uh, serve him, he continues to taunt him, and Laurel's like, "Okay, wait, we shouldn't do this." Um, yeah. And he's like, "Fine, I'm gonna be a surgeon, not a soldier. Okay, I don't fucking like you guys. I'm not gonna fight for you." Um, and then, uh, Liren. But I don't understand, Molly. He's a he's a soldier in the present. How could that be? How could that be? What could happen between now yeah, like and now? Every time he's like, I'm definitely going to become a surgeon. I'm like, oh, no, the buddy. Because <laughs> yeah. like, there was like a time where I'm like, okay, it just looks like he's going to be like, choose of his own volition to be a soldier. And that's going to go bad in the, like, right. that way. Right. Yes. Uh, but um, no, it's so much worse. <laughs> it's so much worse, dude. Um, on the way home, uh, Liren tells Kaladin that he made Rashon believe uh, that he'll probably bend on the topic of the spheres, and then Kaladin realizes uh, that actually Liren absolutely did fucking steal those spheres, and Kaladin uh-huh. is like, "Oh, jeez." Uh, Liren yeah, like, justifies he, at it. At first, he's like impressed that his dad like did this, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Like my dad's actually way smarter than I, and like way more canny about this than I thought he would be. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh no, my dad a hundred percent stole that shit. Yup, for real, for real. Um, for real. Liren tries to say, "Listen, he would have given to me anyway." Okay, so don't even worry about it. Uh, and then, well, that's like, when yeah, like, at first, it's like, "Listen, I was gonna get this when I married you off to that girl." <laughs> Yes, like, this was going to happen anyway because we were going to set you up. And he was like, you were going to set me up? And they're like, yes, stupid. <laughs> How did you not get this? Uh, You've already got, like, 50 fix on AO3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kaladin's recovered from those wounds. Um, he sees some death spread and sees uh, Syl as a little uh, light girl with um a sword which is adorable she fights the death sprint off yeah. fighting off the death sprint yeah yeah that's right get the fuck out of here it's my boy um calvin is like oh man i would love to die but i don't think i can sucks to be me 
Um, and then Teft uh, keeps bringing uh, those spheres up to Kaladin so he can give him the stormlight in them. And he's uh, like... Yeah, he can only give him a little bit at a time because he can't like just have him... Like, if you bring Get him a lot, he heals like, immediately. Like, real quick. Everybody's going to be like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, got to play it cool. Um, he recovers. Uh, and then they go on some daily training. Um, everybody is like, hey, it's been like 10 days. How are you up and about? <laughs> uh, but he's like, yeah. I don't know. Because even Kaladin, Kaladin isn't realizing that he's slurping stuff up. He right. assumes yeah. that it's been weeks. Yes, but they tell him it's been 10 days. Um, but they have a bridge run to do. Um, and then uh, Kaladin joins them, but is only on water duty this time. So he watches the battle. Um, and he's like, oh, okay. So the bridgeman's purpose is to be bait. Got it. That I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because also, yeah. Uh, what's his name? The Light Eyes uh, had a line when they were beating him about how bridgemen aren't supposed to survive. And he's like, what the yes. fuck did that... Oh, 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 no. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, that, uh-huh. Because yeah, he finally... I, re- I, I, he's just like, I, I thought if I showed them we can be good good fight boys, they'd let us be good fight boys for real, but no. But no, we're supposed to die. I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, That night, uh, Bridge 4 gives Rock a razor for making the stew every night. And he's like, wow, yeah. thank you for letting me shave. And then he yeah, shaves. Yeah, he like, starts and crying he- and goes in to yeah. go shave and cry. Yeah. It's adorable. Yeah. Uh like because like also apparently it is like part of his culture to have like a well-maintained beard. Yeah. Well, I think it's either I th- it might be well-maintained sideburns. That's yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's very specific. He needs some mutton chops. Yeah, like, it, like yes. it is like a, a very specific but like, you know, I'm trying to say like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like a specific look. Yes. Um, so, uh, Rock comes back and says he'll shave everybody who wants it. And Kaladin is like, man, I can't even, like, take him up on this because I'm too sad. I'm, I've realized yep. that we are all cannon fodder um, and that we truly have, like, no chance to live as long as we are Bridgman forever. Yeah, yeah like, so- everyone is like, man, we fucking did it. Like, he's alive. This fucking rules. And he's like... Oh, I've realized that that nothing can ever get better. Right, this yeah. has only brought me to despair. I'm done like, being uh, radicalized. I if it's this part or the previous part that brings up a thing that I had been thinking from the beginning of like, I get it. You have a slave brand on your forehead. You could you could get a knife and like scrape that bad boy off. Wouldn't be fun, but you could do it. And Callan's like, yeah, I could, but I'm an idiot who always tries to help all the other slaves too, and that's too hard, and we get caught. Yes. Because he can't help himself. He can't help himself. He just wants to help everybody. Yeah, he just wants to help everybody. Yeah. Um, there is a, another flashback where uh, the Bright Lord Rashon and his son were attacked by a white spine on a hunt. Um, his son is Went mortally bad. Wounded. Yeah, it's really gnarly what they describe. Yeah. Um, Liren tries to save uh, Riller, who is the son, but realizes like there's no way. So he uh, saves Rashon who demands that he goes back to helping his son, and Liren says, no, man, I can't, like, we're triaging yeah, like, here. You are the yeah, only like one my, I can save today. My rules are if, you know, I met with two people who are this, like, same, you know, condition, go with the younger one. If I met with two people 
who have different conditions, I go with the worst one first. And if I have a person, two people, and one is beyond saving, I go with the one I can save. Yeah, the third secret rule is I have to be able to help somebody. So I have to go with the one who can actually, you know, like Because yeah, every time he explains one of those rules, uh, what's his name? is like, yeah, so save my son, dummy. Fuck shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, while stitching up part of Rashon's wound, Liren's knife is dangerous and close to a major artery. He hesitates and his hand shakes, but he decides not to murder this man. Yeah, both him and Kaladin kind of look at it like... I mean, we. I mean, I mean, we could. could. We could, and nobody would like, ask it, us any it would questions. Be, yeah, like you know, this is like an awful thing, and you know, he's super hurt, and it would be better for us. Yeah, if we killed this guy, if this dude was just dead. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, they save him. Asks him afterward, uh, and says, "Hey, why didn't you kill him? <laughs> it would have solved all our problems." And Liren says, "I'm not a murderer." Okay. But just like, I mean, I thought about it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I really thought about it. And I'm glad you were there because, like, I might have done it if you weren't. Um, and even if the Light Eyes don't care about life, somebody has to care. And Kaladin is like, damn, I would have let Rashon die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the ending of this little summary on the wiki says he decides that just as some body parts are beyond repair in a surgery, some people need to be removed. Right, yeah, yeah, the line, yeah. yeah. Ju- you know, just as you might have to amputate an arm, you might have to cut off a person. Gotta murder a guy sometimes. Which is very pathologic. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, that game's all about, like, you know, a surgeon is somebody who cuts away the bad parts, and, hey, there's a lot of bad things you have to cut away sometimes. It's true. You know, people, uh, people. I mean, that's the main one. That's pretty much, yeah, people. that's pretty much what I'm trying to get back to you about. Yeah. You. Yeah, the thing in pathologic is that only surgeons are allowed to have knives. Oh, like, right. What do you yeah. do with them? Well, you know, you're the guy who's allowed to have knives. Yep. Uh, Calvin is sad. That's yeah. That's the that's this next chapter. Uh, he finds everybody else is like lined up and waiting for him to lead in practice, and he's like, "But I'm sad about it." Uh huh. Um, and then before he can tell them how sad he is, uh, he sees Lamarill's replacement. Uh, Bright Lord Batal and his wife Hashal. Um, Hashal, I think, is the only one who interacts uh, interacts with them. Um, yeah, she, she kind of like does all the talking for. She her does husband. everything for him, basically. Yeah. Um, says that Kaladin. Um, she, she, <laughs> this line is funny. Sorry, Hashal speaks for her husband and tells Kaladin that the Almighty has simply given Kaladin another chance to prove himself as a bridgeman. <laughs> Nothing more. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, we're associates of Sadeus, and uh, Kaladin is like, haha, how'd you get this position? And uh, they're like, oh, we wanted it. Uh, and then he's like, oh. Um, uh oh. Yeah, Hashal yeah, directs I'm, one of the I'm men to fuck like, you over on this. <laughs> yes. So they try to fight Kaladin, and then Kaladin just like catches the spear, and he's like, I could kill all these guys right now, but that really but wouldn't help me. But I probably shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably shouldn't. Yeah, he decides, he decides, perhaps I will not do this. Um, they get chasm duty. Permanent uh, chasm yeah, duty. Like, permanent chasm duty. Yeah, so it's like the whole thing of like, ah, oh, fuck, like we had this. <laughs> right, you know, now we can't, we had a business going. going. Yeah. yeah. And we don't know if they have figured it out or if they've just like fucked us over by coincidence, but... Yeah, we can no longer do well, that. Well, the chasm duty is like the worst job. It's the deadliest job, and now we're stuck with it forever. Yeah, and then that it's like yeah. 
she gives the reasoning of like, there's no point in sending different crews down there every time because they might be covering the same ground that the crew before them did without knowing it. If we send the same crew down there every time, you guys will know. Um, yeah, and, and he's like, like oh, fuck, I hate that you're right. Yeah, I hate that you're right about this and also that you're fucking me over big time. Um, Syl is like, hey, why aren't you happy that you survived the bridge, the high storm? And then Kaladin is like, well, I didn't fight those guys and also, like, you know, I, I didn't, I can't protect my men. They will die. Um, yeah. And then Syl goes, I've helped guys kill people before. And Kaladin goes, excuse me? <laughs> and she's like, what? Beg your pardon? <laughs> Huh, what? And Syl's like, yeah, no, sometimes it's cool to kill people. Um, and then everybody else joins Kaladin in the in the chasms. Um, Rock asks what they're going to do next, but Kaladin is sad, and the fight is over, and he doesn't want to deal with this anymore. And Teft stops by and says, no, seriously, what's next? Um, and uh, Kaladin is like, no, there's no fucking hope, dickhead. And Teft is like, no, it's, listen, journey before destination. I heard somebody say this before, and Syl's like, damn, that sounds banger. Uh, and Kaladin's like, okay, fine. Um, yeah, it's the, the whole, way we're going to do this is we have to find a way to escape. It's the only way. He will train them all as spearmen um, because it'll increase their odds of escaping, and everybody but Rock agrees because Rock says, I don't fucking fight, man. That's not my bit. I cook. Okay? I cook. Yeah. Let me cook. He is like, Let me cook. He's, yes. He is specifically like, it's beneath me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's not, you know, he already told you. He's not part of the family. That is the soldiers. He is one of the yeah. first, second, or third sons. Yeah, he's like, a chef. He, he is like, I'm no fourth son. And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, because, like, the first two are cooks. Because you've got to have food. Yes. And then, you know, third guy is craftsman. Yeah, because, you know, because may like, as well makes money. Yeah, and, like... Make things. Because all of that is important shit. No one needs to be a soldier. Right, this and is all... like, damn, you're right. But the- also, like... It, you're you're big, <laughs> <laughs> also, you're, dude. You're huge. Um, yeah the the th- the thing about uh the whole like we only value people who add not subtract uh is is the whole uh yeah. horn eater guys deal. So right, right. Um, um isn't the whole like uh journey before destination, strength before weakness thing? Were you talking about getting a tattoo of that at some point, or did you? I don't remember. I didn't. Okay, I have not. Um. I still might at some point. We'll see. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, one more, one more. No, got a couple more flashbacks. Uh, another one where he is uh, talking about how he has seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, it turns yes. out. <laughs> because God, he also has it, a bit when he's depressed in the present, like, oh, the wretch is coming back like he always does. And it's like, no, it's not just since like he's been a slave or whatever. He just has depression. Yeah, I think Calvin just has clinical depression. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We just haven't really gotten into that yet. They haven't figured out what depression is yet, so he just needs to yeah, get like, a heat lamp to sit under, and he'll be fine. <laughs> they Maybe know still what can like, be P- his lamp. They know what PTSD is, but that's like they have a different name for it, right? Yeah, because there is one of the guys who got injured in that first bridge run who just has what they call battle shock. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so there's has a whole... not talked since. Yeah, he has. He has still not said a word. Um, so they are sad. Kaladin's sad. Tien comes to cheer him up. Um, there's like some future prospects that they're talking about. Kaladin is dead set on becoming a surgeon. Um, Liren comes out and says, Hey, there's a gathering in the square. We got to go. Um, when they arrive, also his mom like goes to sit up with him on the, 
Yeah, they're all sitting on the roof together. It's cute. It's cute. Uh, she is also like, oh, like they. I know that we've been, uh, you know, spending some of the spheres every so often. Like, we, you should just spend all of it, and we can like move out of here and like not have to worry about any of this. And she's like, no, you don't understand. We knew that we could spend those spheres. Yeah, the we're trying to make it look like we're desperate because yeah. because we want Rashon to think he's winning, and he's like, oh, that's so smart. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's go to town and see what bad happens. See if anything is happening. Um, they show up. Laurel is engaged apparently to Rashon, um, and Bright Lord Amaram is here. It Kaladin is instantly like, well, then we need to kill him, right? right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we can't let that happen. Um, Amaram is here to do some army recruiting. Uh, there are several young men who volunteer, uh, but he has a quota. So Amaram tells Rashon to lead off the list of conscripts. Um, there's like five or six of them, and the last name read is Tien. Um, and Who, yeah, because he is like the third apprentice of a carpenter. Yes, he's who's not like a necessary. good work, woodworker, but not a good worker. Yes. yes, like he makes a little wooden horse statue, and it's beautiful. But everyone's like, "That's fucking useless. We need chairs." Like, like your your, your assignment <laughs> tables, was chair. Man. Yeah, yeah. So, like we we asked you to make a chair, and you made a horse sculpture. Well, if you make it a little bigger, it'll be a chair. You can make a little <laughs> rocking horse. Um, Amaram uh, is like, okay, dude. Maybe you can pick a different guy because first of all, that child is tiny. Uh, yeah. And yeah. secondly, that's kind of a dickhead thing first to do. First off, he baby? Yeah, first of all, he's baby. You want to give me baby for my army? Uh, and Rashon is like, it's my right! And he's like, I mean, yeah, technically it is, uh, I guess. Uh, sure. Calvin, and, like, he, like, goes over, like, to the parents who, you know, like, Calvin's parents are, like, and, you know, Tian are, like, obviously, like, Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. He's, like, found a way for us to fuck us over. Yeah, he figured uh, out how can't... to get us. Yeah. And the guy's like, listen, I'll just make him a fucking, like, you know, messenger boy. Don't worry. He, will... he won't be in any danger. We'll just give him, like, you know, errand duty. It'll be fine. He'll just be the guy on radar. No big deal. Yeah, like, it's gonna be fine. And then... Kaladin's like, I'll join. And they're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, Kaladin's parents are like, no, we cannot lose two sons to this. Uh, and Kaladin swears that he will bring Tien back in four years. Um, <laughs> Smash just me reading, Yeah, just me <laughs> reading this, shaking my head, like, no, no. No, buddy, I don't think you will. Um, so, uh, there's also a chapter between those two events, uh, where Kaladin is a storm. He, he, like, has a dream where he is flying. Yeah. Um, sees a bunch of stuff. Um, he sees a lot of stuff that, like, seems to be a little too real for him to feel like this is a dream. Uh, he sees a guy with a shard blade wearing white, uh, just after he's committed assassination, and Kaladin thinks that the assassin can see him. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and uh, he eventually, like, He breaks gets, like, off. a lot of, like, sees a lot of stuff that he doesn't, like, know for sure, but gets outside confirmation is true. 
Yes. Yeah, he, he sees a lot like, of weird shit. Like, yeah, that's... Fuck, man. Like... You know, that seems like more than just weird dream. Yeah. Um, when they get towards the ocean, Calden separates from the storm after hearing a booming voice that shakes the storm wall, and he is called a child of Tanavast and of honor, uh, and warns him that Odium is coming. Uh, yeah, I hate it when it turns out the world's ruled by the Demiurge. I'm saying. Um, like, this This made me think that... Uh, the, I don't have my docs. My doc open. My docs. <laughs> you uh, need your character sheets. I know the. Oh, why aren't you loading faster? The the dude like that was. We were reading about last time the. Mm-hmm. That wasn't Cal- uh Dalinar. It yeah. makes me yes. think. I wonder if Dalinar got left out in the storm. Um. Oh, and maybe. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah maybe. Be. Um, I will say, though, that army guys regularly do have to kind of be out in storms where they take partial cover. Yeah. Um, so they're not left out to f- get, you know, flung around like that. So it could be that. But well, there have been other that, guys. Like, people would be less skeptical of Dalinar's visions if it was a, hey, oh, yeah, you're going to be out in a storm. You're going to see some shit. Yeah. yeah. But, like, maybe it is a, it is a certain chosen few people. Right. Yeah, could be the special boys. Right. Well, because somebody in this uh, thing talks to Kaladin. Uh, Kaladin asks why there's so much war, and the voice responds, "Odium reigns." Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, I hate it when the world's ruled by the demiurge. Hate that. <laughs> um, Kaladin wakes up inside his barracks. He's being held down by his crew uh, because he's having a weird vision, like Dalinar was. Yep. <laughs> because he was gonna run out into the high storm while he was dreaming. Um, so they all go out, get a shower, uh, Kaladin gets shaved up, Rock says that Sigzil is a world, a world singer, which means that he goes a bunch of places and learns a bunch of stories, uh, yeah. and, you know, tells people stuff. Um, and Bridge 4 gets a new crew member, a Parshman, who can't give them his name, so they call him Shen. Shen, yeah. Yep. I got a feeling, we've, this might be the guy through which we learn that maybe the nobodies have hearts after all. Oh, yeah. Do you think they might be people? Whoopsie. <laughs> well, because there's also a part during the Shalon stuff where Yasna's like, they're, they're looking into stuff from Galavar and when the Parshendi met their Parshman, they say like, oh, where's their song? What's wrong with them? Yes. It's like, and like the Parshendi are always singing, like, and they can like yes. sing in sync with each other even when they can't hear each other. So it's clearly they're just like, uh, they're the Rachni from Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, they can't hear the song anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um... Kaladin asks Syl about Odium, and she just fucking bails. She says, fuck that, actually. Yeah. Um, the way then, he describes it is that, like, she, like, turns into, like, a feral animal for a sec. Yeah. <laughs> it's, fuck you. I'm out of here. Um, and then on the same little walk he's on, Kaladin sees an officer beating a um, sex worker in the street. Um, and Kaladin is going to intervene, but he sees a high-ranking officer in blue... Adolin, um, come onto the scene. Uh, the officer backs down, and uh, Adolin offers to escort the lady out of um, the Sidious's camp. He flips some money to Kaladin and tells him to pass along a message for him. Kaladin takes the money and says, "Fuck you." <laughs> it's so much money, too. <laughs> yeah, it's an emerald chip or something, and he's like, "Jesus Christ!" Um, and also, uh, yes, this is this is um, 
Adolin calls him, Bri- hey, bridge boy. <laughs> Which is really funny. Hey, you, guy. Guy who just got shaved. Take my money. Tell this guy a thing. And then he walks away and still is like, are you going to tell the guy a thing? And Kalanin goes, fuck no. Why would I do that? <laughs> they owe me money, actually. So they haven't paid me uh, enough to go give somebody listen, a message. I know that bright lord looked like a noble man, but there's no such thing. Yeah, it's also no extremely funny because, like, it's implied that, like, this, you know, sex worker is, like, entirely, like, ba- basically, like, has her full boobs out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Kaladin is mostly just fucking staring at her exposed hand. <laughs> right, right, yes, because they're all perverts here. It looks like it's the so, normal, they're like... such... <laughs> there's... It's so... There's such weird perverts about it. They keep one hand exposed. It looks the same as the other one. Uh, I think you'll find that the thumb is in the wrong place on the other hand. <laughs> it's sexual, okay? You it's don't such get a, it. It's such a funny thing to be... <laughs> like, weirdly sexual about. He invented a new fetish. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Like, right. it, it's like that's the funny thing. It's that like he invented uh, like a new thing to be, like be ashamed of, <laughs> and then like the slutty version of that thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Another flashback. Calden's enlistment. Is, he's. He, it's four years. His time is almost up, and he has already decided yeah. to <laughs> rejoin because he can't deal with going back to his parents because he failed to protect Tien. Yeah, because Tien um, is dead, and he is also just like, my parents don't want me back. Right. Right, why would they? I failed to protect their child, that I promised them I would. Why would I go back? Um, this is where we see the scene of Kaladin actually getting that kid from the beginning of the book into his squad. Yeah, it's the um, same scene like, <gasps> from Kaladin's POV. Yes, this is, this is Kaladin's POV of this, and he also, um, you see him give that I- uh, bribe to the surgeons. I was shocked how much of, like, his dialogue I remembered. Uh-huh. Calvin Stormblast, baby. <laughs> He's the guy. Um, so he has a little thing. A windspread makes his pouch stick to his belt, which makes him stumble. Oh, weird, um, huh? Hmm. Who could that be? Oh. Who could that be? Uh, so, and he's yeah, just like, fucking do- windspread, they bullshit. <laughs> yeah, goddamn windspread. I always pull tricks on me. Um, Sen has his little death rattle and dies. Um, Kaladin uh, and his army. There's it's that whole first chapter again. Um, well, like, and then there is that shard bearer who shows up. Yeah, because what we saw said he was still technically alive, but it cut off. Uh, when he got, uh, like when he saw the shard bearer. So what we see is he gets fucking trampled. Yes, he gets run yeah. over by horses. It's fucked. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I like it's, how it's he, no like, in, in the first chapter, he's freaking out about how much blood he's losing. He's like, oh, God, I'm going to die. Kaladin, from his POV, it's like, he got hurt. He'll be fine. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. No worries. Until he gets trampled, yeah. Yeah, and then, it's yeah, then he's like, oh, no, that's it. <laughs> he's done. Uh, hang on, where is... I was trying to find the... Uh, death rattle that Sen had. Uh, where is it? Because they didn't write it down for me. 
Yeah, because he, he, he says some shit. I can't find it. Oh, no. Ah. Where was it? Uh, Dallas, one of the blah, 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 blah. There's the shard bearer. Trampled Sen. Uh, oh, wait, never mind. He didn't have one of the fun ones. No, okay. Scratch that. Uh, the Black Piper in the night, he holds us in his palm, playing a tomb that no man can hear. And then he dies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, we see that Kaladin uh, decides that uh, he and his 20 guys are going to go after the shard bearer who just ran over his boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they, everyone else who is like, you know, royal guards are just fucking bailing. <laughs> yeah, that, fuck that. That's a shard bearer. I ain't playing with that. Um, Kaladin, though, he's Kaladin Stormblessed. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he sees. Is Stormblessed. He sees all of his men just get wiped out by this guy with a shard blade, and he's like absolutely disgusted. Um,. But then, uh, as the Shardbearer is about to kill Amaram, Kaladin attacks and aims for the head. Um, right, you spear... realize that it has slits for the eyes, so you can yes. just simply throw a knife through the tiny slit and kill him. Yeah, he's doing the little uh, mail yeah. slot if sniper it... thing. If you're just really fucking cool with it. Yeah. Yeah, if you're really cool with it and your spear gets cut in half, you could catch the other half of your spear and just kill the guy when he tries that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's pretty sick. Um, kills the shard bearer, um, refuses to take the blade because he's, uh, he's like repulsed by it. It's well, not it's just the sword that, he, that killed all his friends. So it's the sword that it. killed all his friends. Yeah. He doesn't want to be a corrupt light eyes. And he tells one of the other guys who survived that, like, you know, you take it. I don't want it. Um, and everybody's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's not how this works. Listen, um, Kellen, I get it. You should, you should probably just take it. You should probably just take it, bud. Probably just take the sword. Probably take the sword. Um, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, another little chasm scene where like, they... Yeah, ahead. like, the, the next time we see Kaladin, like, he's like, that is probably the stupidest thing in the history of the world that I did. <laughs> he's Big like, mistake. I stand by it, but... It, yeah. That, People like people sing songs when uh, you know uh, Dark Eyes gets one of those. Uh, people will sing songs about how big a fucking idiot I am. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, um, he's th- yeah he's thinking about that whole situation. Um. He also is like, man, why did I get healed so fast? <laughs> he still hasn't figured it out, and nobody has told him. Um, yeah, like, Tef knows what exactly is going down, but he's like, mm, I'm, just, I'm not ready to talk about this yeah, yet. He, he Tef does it a few moments where he's like, boy, so uh, you healed pretty fast, huh? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. I just got really good metabolism, I guess. <laughs> Tef is like, yeah, yeah, really, 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 really good. Um, So they are doing army, like, uh, military training in the chasms. Um, they send Rock uh, and a few of the other guys who um, are good. I don't know if they need less training or are going to be harder to train um, to go do the actual, like, chasm uh, scrounging duties. Like, go yeah. get the armor and stuff like that and the weapons. Um, 
Kaladin teaches them, listen, uh, your first thing is you got to care about this. Because, like, being cold and emotionless does not make you a better fighter. Caring about something makes you a better fighter. Uh, and then they got to learn how to stand while they're holding a spear. Okay? That's <laughs> rule number two. You can't fall over. Yeah. Uh, so they do a lot of little uh, drills about yeah. not falling over. Uh, he figures, he tricks yeah, Taft into revealing listen, that he you has could, army. You could, be, uh, you could be the best person in the world with a spear, but if you fall over, you're gonna fucking die. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking dead. That's it. Um, he does trick Taft into revealing that he's a soldier or was a soldier. Yeah. And Taft's like, God fucking damn it. And Taft's like, shit, fuck. Um, and then... Um, Rock explains why he can't fight to Kaladin. Um, and then Lopen, Dabid, and Shen and Rock go and collect salvage. Rock says, hey, we can't do the work of a whole bridge crew. And uh, Kaladin's like, okay, but we have Syl with us, so she can help you search. And Rock is like, oh, yeah, I love her. She's great. Yeah, we could do that. And uh, uh, the other guy... The, the guy with who is only... He's the only person with that name, so he's the blank... <laughs> The low pen. The low pen. I, yeah, I should put him on a character sheet. You should put him on your character sheet. That's my little tip to you. You should probably put him down. <laughs> yeah, the low pen. Uh, it's like, oh, Kajo, look at that thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, Sail, like, revealed herself. Yeah. Um, and then Kaladin realizes, wait, I actually kind of already started training them for this by doing, like, training for bridge duty. I guess that makes yeah. sense. Right. Also, like, he realizes, like, this is kind of the best group I've ever had to train. Like, right, not yeah. just because, like, I know these dudes, but because, like, they're already, like, you know, you don't need to, like, break them down a bit to, like, reveal that they are... <laughs> right, they're already broken. Yeah. yeah they're already broken. And, but, like, also, they're in, like, great conditioning. Yeah. Yes, they've already had great conditioning because they have to run these fucking bridges all day. Um, last chapter uh, for this one uh, the aftermath of Kaladin's situation because there are only four of his 26 men left living um, Kaladin is waiting in one of Amaram's like offices um, and he talks to Amaram and he is like uh, yeah no not taking the shards is probably the dumbest thing that I've that like I could ever do but the thought of taking them like makes me physically ill um much in the way Dalinar was like, hey, holding this sword, killing all these dudes, makes me feel fucking sick, man. Yeah. Um, Amaram comes in and is like, hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, so this is who the Shardbearer was, and here's the rest of your squad. Uh, and he's like, hey, uh, why did you uh, charge the Shardbearer and then reject the shards? And Kaladin doesn't want to say, uh, because I fucking yeah, hate he's you guys. Like, uh... He's like, I, I gotta know. But it's the implication, it's not like, it's not something that weighs on him. He's just like, I'm going to, like, fuck you over. So I just want to know, I'm just curious before you do this. Yes. Um, and Kaladin uh, lies and says, I don't really know why I don't want it. Uh, and then Amaram says, all right, murder the guys. Put the, uh, put the damn uh, glyph on his head and we are good to go. Um, Amaram says, listen, I'm trained in the sword, okay? And that in, like, five days, you would want those shards back anyway. So, since you saved my life, I won't kill you. Right, yeah, because it counts to me, like, what the fuck? I, I would have just given it to you. I don't care. He's like, ah, you say it now. Yeah, but you're going to want it and in like, a few days. And, like, even if 
you never wanted it back. I can't have, like, the knowledge that I didn't actually earn this thing. Yeah. Uh, like, get back. So everyone will know that your squad were traitors who let this shard bearer, you know, pass. Uh, and that you specifically, like, didn't stop them, but, you know, didn't go along with them. So that's why you're yep. just a slave. <laughs> anyway, yep. uh... Oh, yeah, my buddy has uh, the branding iron. Go- oh, so, shh. Yeah. Now, yeah, cool, these are my shards now. I think this would have happened even if Kaladin had claimed the shard. I think yeah. it might just happened uh, yeah, faster, probably. maybe. Yeah. Well, then he was like, it's a shame you took that shard, because now I definitely have to kill you. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sucks, man. Sucks. Sucks to get betrayed by the one guy you thought was cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got some interludes. It's 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 too bad that it turns out there's no such thing as a good king, and Kaladin will never meet a guy who's thinking the same thing. Yeah, it's fucked up. And it turns <laughs> out that the guy who doesn't think that there's a good king might be the best king. <sighs> That'd be fucked up. If it, if fuck? that was true, that would be fucked up. It, it's uh, it's too bad there's not a guy who's been talking and talking about how like the best king serves the lowest citizens, and Kaladin is the lowest citizen now. Yeah, that would be pretty thematic, huh? Uh, yeah. But it, unfortunately, it's just not going to happen. Unfortunately, yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, no. We, yeah, uh, like, the, yeah. the last thing of this part is this dude getting, like, his, you know, it's Kaladin getting fucking branded, and I'm like, good stuff happening here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's brutal. Um, So, uh, let's talk about some interludes real quick. These are yeah. These are pretty short ones. Um, yeah, don't remember them very clearly. So the first one um, is this guy named Baxel, with a B, um, and his cousin Av. They are walking down a corridor of a palace of the... They, uh, they're thieves that don't steal shit. Right, yes. right. Um, and they refer to this woman who is with them only as the mistress. Um, and she is walking ahead. She asks Corey. for a bag of tools. <laughs> <laughs> And then she walks into the hall of this palace um, and starts to destroy works of art. <laughs> Just slashing paintings, breaking sculptures. Um, and Baxel and Av kind of let her do her thing. And they're just talking about like, hey, I'm thinking about going to the Night Watcher. And like, you can't go to the Night Watcher, man. He's like, well, my dad went to the Night Watcher and he got some cool stuff. But uh, from then on, he saw the world upside down. Right. It's and like you like, get a, a it's like a genie. But you'll get yes. genified if you, you get, get a wish from him. You get a boon, but they also give you a curse. Yeah. Um, so sometimes this works out very well. Um, and the guy's dad says, like, hey, no, we had money. And then, like, I got used to seeing Upside Down pretty quick. I won't lie to you. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, okay. And then Baxel's like, I think I can figure it out by uh, phrasing my request just right. And then Av goes, no, you're fucking stupid. You're going to get owned anyway. No, no, it's not like it's not like that. Like, it's just it it has a price tag on it. Yeah, like, this is not like a a twisted wish. This is something shitty will happen to you when you get your wish. Yeah. Have you ever seen those things? Um, there, There have been, like, experiments where people wear glasses that do reflect the world so it's upside down in your vision. And if you wear them for, like, not even that long, your brain just uh, mentally flips the picture and you don't, it doesn't look upside down to you anymore. That's fucking crazy, dude. And once you take the glasses off, then everything looks upside down until you readjust. That's fucking 
crazy, dude. Uh huh. <laughs> Brains are weird. Yep. Um. So yeah, that guy was fine. Bad, bad curse. Yeah, bad curse. He worked it out. He fucking handled I, I, it. No I, biggie. I could see though when you're like thinking of curses to give to someone. Oh yeah, you could see they, how that. Like you think you like, oh, I'm gonna fuck him up really bad. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, listen, if I was given out curses, that'd definitely be one I would think I'd come up with eventually. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. apparently that's the Night Watcher's whole fucking deal. Right. They, she has the old magic. Capital O, capital M, the old magic. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's not important. you have, like, important. the scientists on the island. Yes, the next one is these two scientists who are two ardents uh, who are, um, they're basically they're- just a married couple. Yeah, they're, uh, but they're they can't be married, legally married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but you know they're in they're in the last they're, part of their lives. They love nice. each other. Yeah, yeah. they're chilling. They're doing research. She, um, she's learning all about the spread, and he's doing some cooking. He's like a chemist, yeah. dude. Like does chemistry through cooking. Yeah, yeah. He like um, he like spe- they specifically say that he decided that his focus in chemistry should be cooking. So. Uh, that he could just eat all the work that he does. Yes. Right. right he's got, it's like, Smartest oh, guy. You've got to taste this. It tastes like dog shit. It's incredible. <laughs> um, I will just straight up read the plot summary for uh, this little section. Um, Garrett studies Spren. Ashir uses cooking to experiment with chemistry. He wonders if he should change his calling because food might not be needed in the cognitive and spiritual realms. Um, Garenid measures a flame spren and notes that it stays locked in its current state once it's measured. Right. Um, Ashir tells uh, Garenid to go into the other room. He will call out three numbers. One is the true measurement, and she is only to write down one. When he calls out the actual measurement, the spren locks in place, which means it seems to know when it's being measured and stays that length and that height. Yeah, and spren are weird, man. Yeah. Yeah, when she erases it, that from her parchment, it like. Yeah, it unlocks the spread so it could change size again. Pretty cool. Yeah. Spread are weird. Li- I love spread, man. They're weird little dudes. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, uh, basically, you know, every time I've thought of spread, they I either picture them as, like, Gilby, like, nature spirits, or, like, those, like, early Disney cartoons where they'd have, like, fire dancing or... Oh, yes. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, 100%. Some Fantasia shit. Yeah, because what they are measuring are, like, fire spren. So, it, it is absolutely yes. those little flame guys. Fucking Kirby enemy looking ass. <laughs> um, and then, uh, we, uh, hey, Seth, um, what's going on? Oh, you're, uh, killing a king? Oh, you're killing a king and you're really mad at him because he put on a fake feast because he knew you were coming, which made you kill a bunch of civilians? Yeah, I would be mad yeah. about that, too. Yeah. At first, he's just like, God fucking damn it, why did this guy throw a feast on the day that I decided I was going to kill him? God fucking damn it, motherfucker, and he's making me kill all these people. And then once he learns that it was a fake feast, and it was a trap, he's like, oh, now I feel way less bad about killing you. Yeah, because you put all of these people in danger, like, on purpose, because well, you sure thought it, it would Isn't it catch the, uh, the King of Jacoved? Yes, King of Jacoved. So Shalon's going home to uh, to a fun situation, a little civil war situation. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, uh, yeah. So it, it's it's just a big action thing. He he fucking yeah, kills yeah. the shit out of these guys. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that we get these like once apart, and that it's not 
like that we don't get like a bunch of Seth chapters which are just like man he's the coolest dude in the world but also he's so sad about it yeah yeah because I, I like this as like getting this at the end where it's like man yeah Seth's fucking cool and he's fucking sad about it uh but I could see it getting tired after if I was Definitely. like reading chapter after chapter of it yeah absolutely um, and that is it for part three of The Way of Kings. Uh, next time, we will be reading part four, uh, which is called Storm's Illumination. We got four characters uh, listed here. We have Dalinar, we have Kaladin, we have Adeline, and we have Navani. Who is Dalinar's sister-in-law who wants to bone him. That's right. Yeah. So she's important enough to get POV chapters and mentioned on the part. So oh, shit. Take that how you will. Uh yeah, so that's uh that's part three. How you guys feeling? You know, feeling great. It. It's yeah. just a, a happy book or good things, you know. Happy good book times good things all the happen. time. He, you know, he got to slurp up some stormlight, so it's not all bad. That's true. He lived through the storm. He said some raw shit. He did say some raw shit. He did. I I think Luke is a little bit higher on it than me, but I'm having fun with it. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get to some cool stuff next time, I think. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't really have much else to say about it. I'm excited to finish the book. Um, I will say it is 30% total for these last two parts. Uh, you got, we could still do this in two parts if you want. We could just wrap it up if you want. I don't care which. Um... Because it would be approximately the same amount of reading we did this week. Less, honestly. I, I'd i be fine with that. Ashley, how are you feeling? Uh, I, I don't want to overload you. Do yeah. that, yeah. I I just don't want to get like halfway through and I'll be like, ah, fuck, I don't think I could do this. <laughs> right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah we, so let's we, just we, do part four then. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will say, uh, you know, uh, sometimes, uh, I will say when I finished part four, I was like, well, I can't stop reading now. Uh, so if you guys have that reaction, let me know. <laughs> we okay. can change it up. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if Ashley's not as high on it, we probably won't run into that. And that's totally fine. Yeah. And when I say I'm not as high on it, I, I just mean that like. You're still positive. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying like no pressure. Yeah. I just want to put that out there as a possibility because it is still technically res- less than what we read for this week. Right. You're hooting, yeah. but you're not hollering. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I am putting I, forth. I also. Just don't yes. want to, like, cram in so much, even, you know, though the number is lower. Yeah. That, like, I'm, like, yeah. not getting time to think about it. Totally. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, so we'll probably just stick with part four next time. If anything changes, we will let the people know. But probably just part four. Sounds good. All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Luke, where can we find you on the internet, man? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as the award-winning Eidolon Playtest. That's right. It's an actual play RPG podcast that I'm, like, not involved with at all right now. (laughs) No, we're, uh, we're releasing the, um, you know, uh, what the fuck is it called? Queen. Eidolon Eidolon Queen. Queen. I'm on that one. That's true. Iris is GMing that one. Iris is GMing that one. She's great. Yeah. So go listen to that. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me at Brain with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, if you want to know about other things that I am watching that I can't talk about here. <laughs> uh, my yeah. Twitter is the place to go. Yep. 
Uh, and you can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Miner. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Uh, Molly. Uh, you can find me on various social media sites at, uh, what the fuck is my tag? At your friend Molly, the Y-E-R. Um, and, uh, you know, audioetropy.com, I need mail.com, secondbestgame.club. Uh, I said dot club for all those, but it's not dot club for all those. Um, and yeah, you can find me on Eidolon. Catch me on Eidolon. Uh, yeah. it's a good show. Yeah. You should be award winning, I've heard. It, yeah, we won an award. It, it, in theory, I'm going to have a trophy at some point. That's, you know, I, they have not emailed me about that yet. We got to get in touch. We got to talk to some people. Yeah. I want my fucking trophy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's it. Uh, Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time, keep storming. Under Slurping bridges. Slurping up that stormlight. Yeah, under bridges. Wife, Kaladin. <laughs> the vengeance packed years at the end of the episode me and Shalon share a sexy kiss moment <laughs> great glad we're getting back to our roots uh huh